we're going to talk about making decisions. It's been a number of years ago, but a college girl came into my office and she said, I need to talk to you. I've got some questions. I said, what is it? She said, I've got to make a decision. I said, what's the decision? She said, well, I'm torn because I don't know, I, I don't know whether I should stay at OSU or go to a school in California. No, we already know the answer. They'd always stay at OSU. But, but anyway, the truth is, she said, I said, well, wh- what's the deal? She said, well, there's a school I want to go into in California because it's got the major that I want. OSU doesn't really have the major that I want. And so I don't know whether I should go to the school in California or stay here. And I said to her, what do you want to do? She said, I want to go to the school in California. I said, well, why don't you go? And then she said, because I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to get out of God's will. I don't, want to, I don't know what God wants me to do. And so many of us, we deal with the same kind of things all the time. There's some decisions. Listen to this. There's decisions that you make you don't even think about. <clears throat> what color socks? What, what shirt do you wear? Do you wear this T-shirt or that T-shirt? Do you, you go, uh, th- th- what, time do you, what cereal do you eat? Do you go, oh, Lord, should I eat cornflakes or should I eat frosted flakes? I mean, what should I do? I mean, you don't make those. You just say, I'm getting cornflakes, you know, or something like that. So there are a lot of decisions you don't even think about. Then there's other decisions that you actually, it says, pray without ceasing. What are you supposed to do? Pray. Does it say study the Bible? Are you supposed to study the Bible? Yeah, yeah, okay. But what about buying a house? What about who to marry? What about what time to get up? What, to, what about what school to go to? Well, how do we make those decisions? And so we, we say things like this. We don't want to get out of God's will for our lives. We don't want to make a mistake. So do we buy or do we rent? Do we buy a car? Do we go to school? Do we have a baby? Do we borrow money? Do we look for a new job? Which job do we look for? Do we homeschool our kids or do they go to regular school? So many decisions that we have to make all the time. And we say things like this, we want to make the right decision. We don't want to mess up. So how can we know God's will for our lives? And most of you, you want to, if I said to you, do you want to do what God wants you to do? Of course you say, yes, I want to do what God wants me to do. In fact, when we start talking about knowing God's will, when we did those four, we did four subjects, and we said, y'all pick out whichever subject you wanted. By a long shot, this was number one. Prayer was number two. And so after we get through this, we'll do a study on prayer. But this was number one by a long shot. I also can't count the number of times that people have come to me and said, i got a decision to make, but I don't know what to do. And I said, well, what's the decision? Well, I've got this job offer, and I don't know whether to take it or not. And so I don't want to mess up. I don't want to get out of God's will and all of that sort of thing. So people, we're bothered by a lot of those things. And one of the goals of this study is to help us understand truths from the Bible so that we can live a life of freedom and victoriously. Now, listen to this. You, God, the Bible is clear on God's will. We can be set free to live for the Lord, and we don't have to be paralyzed by decisions. And we'd say this, does the Bible say not to lie? So, do you supposed to lie? Is it God's will for your life that you do not lie? Yeah. What about buying a house? You can look all over. And you say, I don't, I, don't, I don't really see that in there. So there are decisions we make all the time that we don't have biblical revelation. How do we make those decisions? 
How do we know? Well, here's what we're going to do. Let me give you the sort of the outline of the study. We're going to, first of all, talk about knowing God's will. We're going to, this is an introduction. We're going to talk about making decisions. And I'm going to show you what I consider the traditional view on making decisions or trying to figure out God's will. This is the one that after I became a believer, this is when I heard people say all the time. I, I've talked to a lot of people. They believe the same way. They've been taught this. Let me just say you something honestly. That I don't think the traditional view is biblical at all. But anyway, let's just go through it. Uh, we're going to look at it. We're going to look at the method, and we're going to look at the problems with the traditional view. Then we're going to talk about decisions, and there are really two kinds of decisions to make, and we've just talked about it. Those which you have the Bible telling you, and those which you do not have the Bible telling you, okay? And so we're going to look at that. Then we're going to talk about knowing God's will, and we're going to look at three aspects. We're going to look at the sovereign will of God, which is what God does. We're going to look at the specific will of God, which is what he expects from us. We're going to look at what we call the general will of God, which is freedom. And the key to knowing all of this is Romans 12, 1 and 2 as it starts. And we'll talk a little bit about that today, but that's where we'll end. We won't get to three, but we're going to mention Romans 12, 1 and 2. Then we're going to look at God's specific will. And there are, five, there are at least five places that it actually says, this is God's will for your life. So I'm going to take you to five places, and we're going to say, okay, what are we supposed to do there? We say we're supposed to obey that. And then the truth is, anytime there's a command that applies to you. Now, not every command in the Bible applies to you. But where there are commands that apply to us, that's God's will for your life. And we'll talk about that. Then we're going to talk about how in the world we do what we call the general will. We'll review it. But we're going to talk about biblical examples of when somebody like Paul or Peter had decisions to make and they didn't have Direct revelation from God. Now, you know, Paul had a lot of direct revelation from God. I mean, the whole New Testament's 13 letters of direct revelation. But there are times that Paul didn't have direct revelation. And he actually writes it down and tells us. What did he do? How did he do it? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about making wise decisions. And then the last thing we'll do is just talk about living wisely, guidelines, some summary, some things like that. So there's, there's a lot of good things that we're going to see. So let's talk about, and I just hope I'm looking at time, Let's talk about the traditional view. What do we do when we have to make a decision? What To go to OSU, take a job. Move to another town, rent, buy, get married, not get married. Where to live, live in Edmond, live in Oklahoma City, live in Stillwater, be a missionary, have children, not have children, adopt a child, put them in daycare, not daycare, private schools, private schools, which private school, talk to the boss about a race, what, try to look for another job, which church do you go to, what ministries do you involved in? On and on and on and on. Are those a lot of decisions? You make them all the time, don't you? Well, here's the traditional view. And the traditional way, I, I think, is, is, is uh, there's a method. Let me give you the method that I have heard all my life. In fact, you can go to the library, you can go to the Christian bookstore, and you can go to books that will say, How to Know God's Will for Your Life, and they will tell you this way. And maybe you've heard this before. Maybe not. I have taught a different view for a long time, so you may have heard me teach something else for a long time. But here's the traditional view. I've got to make a decision. Let's say the decision is to take a particular job. Okay? I'm going to take a job at OSU. Should I take that job at OSU? How do I do it? Well, the first thing is I've got to go pray about it, right? You've got to make a decision. Hey, you all going to go to Branson? I don't know. We've got to pray about it. What Okay, we got to pray about whether we're going to branch. Got to pray about whether I take a job. And so you're taught that we go to God and pray about it. And what I and I used to ask people. I said, "What do you mean, pray about it?" Well, I got to pray about it. Pray about what? 
well, I, is he going to give you direct revelation? Are you going to pray, oh, Lord, tell me somehow whether I should take this job at OSU or whether I should go to Branson? And when I say, pray about what? Well, I, I guess I go to God and somehow he's going to tell me. The second thing is they look in the Bible. They say, go look to the Bible to see if there's anything. But the problem is there's nothing about Branson in here. And, and there's nothing about taking a job at OSU in here. And so I, I, I can't look at the Bible and say, the Bible says take the job at OSU. We know that'd be a wise choice, but you know, the thing like that. The third thing, you get counsel. So you go to somebody and you say, I'm thinking about a job or I'm thinking about going to Branson. What do you think? Well, have you been to Branson before? What are y'all going to do with Branson? Have, what job, have you ever had a job like this before? Are you qualified? So you get and talk to somebody. And then last but not least, you say, what do you think? What do you feel? I just feel like what? I just feel like I should take the job. I just feel like I should go to Branson. I, should, I just feel like I shouldn't take the job. And so when you, make, when you have a decision to make, you, you pray about it, but we're not sure what that means to pray about it. Because some people would say, well, yeah, God's going to give me a, a revelation somehow. And you all know people, and we're going to talk later about fleeces, where a person says, if I'm supposed to go to Branson, within the next 10 minutes, the phone will ring. That's a fleece. People do, I've had people do that. I've had people come up to me and say, you know, I knew I was supposed to go because I asked God to kind of give me some kind of sign, and the phone rang, and that's when I knew I was supposed to go. Okay, is that, do you see that from the Scripture, by the way? Do you see anything like that in the Scripture? And some people will say, well, what about Gideon? Uh, Gideon already knew what he was supposed to do. Gideon wasn't getting revelation from the fleece. God already told him what to do. So don't use a fleece. But anyway, we'll, we'll talk about, so what are our feelings and, and all of this? So the bottom line is we end up saying, this is what I, I think. You know, some people say, I fasted and, and I, I prayed and I just couldn't really get an answer. And, and so somehow God was supposed to let me know. And, and so anyway, I, I decided to take the job at OSU. I just hope I've what? I'm hoping I'm not making a mistake. Or I decided to go to Branson, and I decided to do this and do this. Well, here's the problem. The problem with that view, the problem with what I call the traditional view is this. We make decisions in fear. We do. We hope we haven't made a what? A mistake. We say, I hope I didn't marry the wrong person. I want to marry this person, but I don't know if that's what's God's will, and I pray to God. I hope I don't make a mistake. I hope I don't take the wrong job. I hope I don't live in the wrong city. I hope I don't do this. I hope I don't do this. We make decisions out of fear. And then the second thing is this. We treat all decisions the same. That means everyone has this answer. Every decision we have to make, there is some specific will that we've got to find, and somehow they're all either right or wrong. And so the traditional view says there is one will for God for your life, and it's like there's a dot, and there's the will. And if you don't do what God has for you to do, and you get out of his will, somehow you miss it. You take a job you shouldn't have taken. You marry somebody you shouldn't have married. You go to Branson when you shouldn't have gone. It was somehow, then you're going to be messed up. Your life's going to be messed up. In fact, you're going to be out of God's perfect will for your life. Things may never be exactly the same. Boy, if you marry the wrong person, think what that's going to be like. If you take the wrong job, think how horrible that's going to be. If you move to the wrong city, think how horrible that's going to be. So somehow God's got to give me some kind of answer, some way. And we say things like, well, I've got to pray about it, and somehow I've got, to, I've got to get the right answer because I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to do the wrong thing. How can we go through life not being paralyzed by these kind of decisions? Now, when you have a decision that says study the Bible and you say I'm supposed to study the Bible, that, that doesn't paralyze you at all because you have direct revelation. 
But what do you do when you don't have direct revelation? What do you do when you have a decision to make and there's nothing in the Bible that deals with it? Well, we're going to find out we have a lot of freedom. So we're going to get to that. It's going to take a little bit to see it, and uh, maybe not this week, maybe the next week, but we'll start putting this together. Now, let me just show you something. Remember in Galatians chapter 1, the one thing I want you to understand about God and us is this, that God has provided a way of salvation, and he wants us to live for him. Look at Galatians chapter 1. Look at verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says this, Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might rescue us from this what? This present evil age according to the will of our God and Father to whom be glory forever and ever. God says, I- I've saved you. I've pr- pulled you out of this fallen world. I want you to live for me, right? And how many of you in here do not want to live for Christ? You say, no, we all, we all want to live for Christ. We all want to do the things that God wants us to do. We know we got a book to go by, but what about all the stuff where there's not the book to go by, okay? How do we make decisions? Well, let's talk about decisions, and we're going to find that there are two types of decisions that we're going to make in our lives every day. And you've made them, you've made them all this morning. Some of them, some of them you had direct revelation. Uh, somebody cut you off, and you didn't say bad words because you know, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word good for edification for the need of the moment that it may be grace to those who hear. You know, Philippians 4.29, so you, you already know that there you obeyed God's will, but what about putting on, is it, what color socks? What color, what pants, what suit, what, or what tie? And somebody would say, that's not a wise decision, or that's a real wise decision. What, how do you know? You've made decisions all morning long, and a lot of your decisions this morning, you didn't have any revelation, right? Did, is there anything that tells you what clothes to wear to church today? But you made that decision, didn't you? Did you pray about it? Let me ask you a question. Did you say, oh, Lord, do I wear this white shirt or this blue shirt? Do I wear brown shoes or do I wear black shoes? Do I wear this belt? Do I wear a hat? Do I wear this? Which car do I drive today if I've got two cars? Those are all decisions you made. And there's no biblical revelation. But I guarantee you not one of you batted an eye about which socks or shirt or any of that to wear. But if I said who to marry... What house to live in? You say, well, that's more important. I say, it's the same decisions. You don't have any revelation on either one of them. So how are you going to know? Well, there are two types. There's what we call the specific will of God. This is how I'm putting them down. And this general will of God. So let's talk about the specific will. Let me look at the times. The specific will of God. Those are things that God tells us that he wants us to do. Where do we find that? Where do we find it? In the Bible. It's all over the Bible. Give me a specific will that God has for you from the Scripture. Huh? What? Love one another. Yeah, you're supposed to love one another. What else? Huh? Make, make disciples. That's a, that's a command. That's, in fact, that's the only command in that whole section. What else? Pray for one another. Study the Bible. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the, you may know the rest of that verse, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So there are places all over the Bible that tell us what to do. Now, 
when it says to Eudotia and Skenethy in, in the book of Galatians, and it says for them, please get, Philippians, and says, please get along with one another. The truth is, that wasn't written to me or you, because we neither one of those two people. We could make an application to try to get along with fellow believers. But he actually gives a command to two people in the book of uh, in one of the letters to get along with one another. But none of us are those two people. So some commands aren't for us. And some commands are. And so we have to, that's why we study the Bible and we look at it in its context and we say, oh, that applies to me. So there is the specific will of God for my life. And we're going to see that, that, as I mentioned earlier, there are five places that actually talk about this is God's will for your life. And so what we're going to do in one of the weeks, we're going to go through and look at those and look at them in detail. So we can all say, well, at least in five things, we know what we're supposed to do, right? The second thing is what I call the general will. Now, this is a term, uh, you, you could look at books and stuff, and people might call things differently, but what I call the general will is the areas that are not covered in the Scripture, that are not covered in the Scripture. Where to go to school, who to marry, what job to take, where to live, what clothes to wear, where to buy the house, where to work. How do we make decisions? How can we know God's will in areas that are not covered in the Bible. How do we know? Well, we're going to find that there are some principles to help us in these areas. And we're going to see them as we go through it. Two big areas. The specific will, revealed in the Bible. We have written revelation. General will, not revealed in the Bible. We do not have biblical revelation. Now, I want to tell you a quick story. A guy by the name of Gary Friesen wrote a book back in about 19... I think it was in the late 70s. Uh, an amazing book on knowing God's will. Probably one of the best I ever read. And he has a story in there. And I want to show you something. I'm just going to give you a preview of what we're going to see in the weeks to come. And that is this. Listen carefully. When you have biblical revelation, you are to obey it. When you do not have biblical revelation, you have freedom to make any choice you want. Now, that doesn't sound right to a lot of people. They say, oh, how do I know which house to buy? If you don't have biblical revelation, guess what? You have freedom to make any choice. Now, what we say is your freedom to make wise choices. Let me give you an example. This is from Friesen's book. Adam and Eve are in the garden. They're doing great. Just met each other. He woke up. As you know, he woke up and just realized he'd had surgery and was now married. And so he, he didn't know about that. And so he's met Eve. And so God comes to him and says, here's what I want to tell you. Of all the trees in the garden, you may what? Freely eat except that tree right there. And so don't eat of that tree. Okay, we got it. And he leaves. And then as he leaves, they go, okay, what's the, what's the specific will of God? Eat from any tree, but don't eat from that tree. So Adam and Eve look at each other and they go, Gee, I don't know. Should we eat apples or oranges or bananas or grapes or, or prunes? I mean, what should we eat? I, I don't know. We don't want to mess up. Go ask him. He goes to God and goes, God, uh, we didn't want to mess up. We don't know whether we should eat apples or bananas or prunes or uh, peaches. You can eat what? Anything you want. I've already told you what's the right and wrong. You have the freedom to eat anything you want. They go, great. Goes back to Eve and says, we, we can eat anything we want. Yeah, this is wonderful. And then she says, well, 
Do we eat them by themselves or do we do fruit salad? I don't know. We don't want to what? We don't want to mess up. We don't want to make a mistake. Go ask him. Uh, well, we know we can eat anything, but our question was, do we eat it like individually or can we do like fruit salad? What would he say? Anything you want. Sometimes we have decisions to make in which we have great freedom and we're going to God and saying, tell us what you want. And he says, anything you want. So in the weeks to come, and time is up, we're going to look at knowing God's will. We're going to look at the specific will of God. We're going to look at the general will of God. And I'm going to give you some principles to help, especially when you have a choice to make in which you don't have biblical revelation. How do you make these wise choices? So, some good stuff. Uh, There is a key to unlocking knowing God's will, and it goes to Romans 12, 1 and 2. So you could just write that down. We're not going to get at it this morning, but that's one of the things that's going to help us when we try to put together God's will. So let me give you the applications real quickly. First of all, let us realize that we can know God's will for our lives. Where do you go to know the specific will? The Where? The Bible, exactly. You, can you know God's will for your life? If you came to me and said, I don't know God's will for my life, I can, I can say, I can tell you. I can tell, tell you God's will for your life in a lot of things because he's already told you, right? So realize that we can know God's will for our lives and we can be free to make decisions as we seek to live. The second thing is just realize that not all decisions are the same. I want you to understand something. In the decisions that you make that you don't have biblical revelation, our minds tell us we don't want to make a what? A mistake. One of these is right and one of these is wrong. Have you ever realized that both of them are right? You understand that? There's not a wrong there. This is what sets you free when you realize there's not a right or wrong question. Some, some decisions are right or wrong. If he told you don't do this and you do it, you've done wrong. So you've disobeyed the will of God. But where you don't have revelation, they're not right or wrong issues. They're right and right issues. Does that give you any freedom? Wow, wow. Uh, so, so realize that the specific will is found in the Bible, and the general will is not found in the Bible. Now, we're going to talk about principles to ha- make wise choices. And then last but not least, let's be excited about seeing the biblical ways of knowing God's will and making decisions. There are some principles that help us. We'll see them in the next couple of weeks.